UAM Sam Radio starts now. Hello, everyone. It's Flobo Boys, and I'm back for another episode of the podcast for creatives. I am currently drenched in sweat uh, here in Southern California, especially in the Los Angeles area. We've been suffering on a bit of a heat wave. <laughs> and I say a bit because it's been almost two weeks. I mean, it's 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 hot a couple days and it cooled down, but then it became humid. It's just been a muggy mess, uh, which everyone who's listening to this across the nation is like, yeah. And <laughs> what can I say? I've been here so long, I'm accustomed to my dry air. Uh, today's episode uh, is brought to you in part by all the other episodes here at NewAmsterdam.com. Check it out. The archives are available. You can stream this podcast on Spotify, on Spreaker, on YouTube, uh, Apple Music, all of that. Today's guest is one that I uh, worked with at a... At a the DJ side of my life, uh, DJ Kara. She has been killing it, as the kids say, here in Los Angeles, uh, getting the big gigs, establishing herself as a brand, and is making the leap from becoming doing something you love and passionate about until being an entrepreneur, doing something you love and being passionate about. Uh, it was an honor for her to have me on the show, and I just love picking her brain about all the cool things when it comes to DJing and branding and being yourself. <laughs> so I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. It's DJ Kara, and it starts right now. Welcome back to New Amsterdam, the podcast for creatives. Welcome, citizens. I am being joined by someone I've worked with professionally and I've come to know personally as one of the premier DJs in Southern California and <laughs> Los Angeles. DJ Kara, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> Yo, so I, I, can I say that I am impressed of your trajectory? Because I remember three or four years ago, <laughs> we were at this uh, multi-op, is what they call in the business, right? There's this, this DJ company that had a lot of DJs on their roster. And you were discussing about jumping off and being your own person, your own brand. And you've done that in spades. Talk to me about DJKaraLA.com and what you've been working on. All right, yeah. So yeah, I did. I branched off uh, from that company. And um, yes, you know, it, and I did that about, let's see, almost two years ago now, um, officially. Because like I kind of was branched off a little, but like officially was Wait, almost- it was like a spy mission? Were you just like, mm-hmm. It was like, I was really <laughs> off and on. I don't know, like, you know how that company was, it was like exclusive, and then I, so I was like exclusive, and I wasn't exclusive, and I was, and it was just right. like a weird, like combination for a little bit of like me kind of branching off. And then I officially did it um, about two years ago. And then after that, it was like, whoa, like, you know, kind of, went full head on with uh, my own business, uh, DJ Kara LA, and just like, just built it up. Uh, And of course, you know, working with that company helped because I I had, you know, a ton of experience um, at that point, because I mean, as you know, they they kept DJs pretty busy. Um, And so I had a ton of experience. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I got, it was able to connect with a lot of different people. So it was like, kind of like when I branched off, it was like a perfect timing to like do it on my own. And and uh, work with the certain clients because they already kind of knew who I was at that point. So, was DJing the dream, the passion, or something you fell into? Oh yeah, I mean, when I first started, uh, when I first started, I just like immediately like fell in love. I was like, oh my gosh, this is I think this is what I'm gonna do. Um, I can do this, and I can do this. I think I can do this really well. And so I was just like, was like, I gotta, I gotta learn as much as I can. And then my goal was to just build it up and just see like where it could take me because I felt like. I could really like, you know, I think I felt like I could really do something, especially because I was I'm female and um, 
uh, female DJ, I felt like, yo, like this is an opportunity here because there's not many of us. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen that a lot in your branding. Like you said, like line one, you Google, you Google DJ Kara. It's like LA based female DJ. Uh, your props are putting that in your back, but what does that mean to you specifically? I mean, I understand that most, most DJs tend to be guys, but like, like, what does that mean to you when you get into the booth, when you do your mixes? Like, how do you like exemplify that with your work? Yeah, I mean, I am. I, I'm a girl. I, I like. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> so it's like it's our. It's like ingrained in me, and I think I, I really like to present that because there's, like I said, there's so few females, um, and I think that it's an edge, and I think that that's why I lead with it, um, and I and I think that you know when I DJ, it's you know I have a certain perspective that I think is a little bit different um, from the typical DJ being male, and that's just. And it just comes from like a natural thing, like sure. me growing up as a girl, like I'm a girl and like I had, you know, my friends that were girls for the most part when I was like 13, you know, we're listening to certain kind of music. Yeah. And it was probably a little bit different from uh, what the boys were listening to. It's just a little bit more feminine, you know, Beyonce, we got Missy Elliott, we have TLC, we have Lauryn Hill, all of this stuff, all of this music is the music that I just love so much. and. Um, and that's the music I play. I play my style is very feminine. And so like, I love getting into the girl, like all the girl, like Destiny's Child, like that was my childhood. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so that's kind of why I leave with it. It's just like the music that I select um, when I'm, when I'm DJing, it's very um, uh, female driven just in terms of like the taste. So, so yeah, that's kind of why I lead with it. And it, I mean, it's still me. I'm not like trying to be like, you know anyone that I'm not? I'm just me, and I'm I'm a girl, and I, I play music that I love, and I feel like it kind of works for me, and I think it works for the business in terms of being a DJ. It's like, hey, this is my perspective. And that's kind of why I lead with female DJ Los Angeles. I think, yeah, it kind of has something something to it. Uh, I love to see my friends do the thing, blow up. You know what I mean? I'm on that social media. I yeah. got two questions right there, but the first question is actually more important. Uh, jumping off, starting your own business. This client list. I mean, I am on your website right now, <laughs> djcaraLA.com. Past and current clients include Tesla, Bentley, Amazon, Zillow, HBO, Under Armour, Google. I mean, what? Put put me on. How? How? And how's the feeling of being like the one that gets a call like Batman when it's almost <laughs> like, we need a, a party hot. <laughs> call DJ Cara. Uh, so how? How did I get it? How did I have this yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I think, um, you know, like the company we worked with, I think that was a big part of it. And that's, I, I, I really, because it was uh, the experience I got from that company and, and getting and using that alongside, you know, because like while I was working with the company, I was really building up my brand at the same time. Um, and I kind of had my website and everything. So I was aware of like, it's kind of like I knew what I was going to do after I was working with that company. So I kind of used everything I got within those gigs, like the gigs that I got, I used, made sure I had a picture, made sure I got, you know, certain connections. And um, because of that, I was able to get in front of these people. And then um, after leaving, it was like these companies stayed with me. And I really worked on um, my website to have good SEO. So when I was working with uh, the company, uh, it's it's kind of like, it's like, okay, it's, it's kind of confusing, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically being alongside, like working with a company and then having my website kind of be, uh, having good SEO being seen, it's kind of like, it, it was able to kind of feed into that. So 
Yeah, so, so let's, let's talk about yeah. that. So we, we talk about in, in marketing sales, like the buyer's yeah. journey, you know, going from awareness to consideration to purchase mm -hmm. to aftercare. I mean, it takes a very enterprising person to look at the funnel and go, something's not right here. Someone else is getting a cut of the work and the display I'm putting in there. I mean, that must be the most terrifying part, though. I mean, if, if it's if you're if you're outsourcing that part of the journey to another company, you saying forget having my own brand and a flashy website. Uh, it's you saying no, I'm going to handle the customer and handle their booking. I mean, what that has been like, like nerve wracking, or am I like, just like like handling the sales, like yeah, handling the sales, saying look, I am the best. You need to book me. I mean, it must be crazy for a creator who's trying out their own brand. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that yeah, that is stress. I mean, definitely, I I feel like. Um, that part has definitely been like, honestly, probably the hardest yeah, in all of this is, is the sales and like after growing and leaving the company, um, having to kind of figure it out on my own, um, has been honestly though, I feel like, you know, it's, I was able to, I feel like I was able to kind of figure it out just, you know, by like just being myself and just like, you know, just testing little things out and just talking to them a certain way. But um, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't, I'm trying to think of my answers. <laughs> no, I got you. Well, okay, so my, my I'll journey I'm trying to understand little, what you're asking and like, I'm like, what? No, well, I, 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 you know what? I don't want to make it like an interrogation, but like, for example, <laughs> we're in the same company and and for those of you who don't really understand how multi-ops work, my, the listeners in, in Southern California, there are, are very few giant DJ companies that will have a roster of DJs and in exchange of them and their advertising fees, because they pay the Yelps and all that, uh, you get, they book on your behalf, but they take a cut of it. And yeah. uh, not getting into the nitty gritty of it, it isn't like an agent getting 10%. The cuts are way bigger than that. And so what happens is, is that DJs have a certain time of tenure or skill level where they go, I'm out, <laughs> I exactly. do this myself. And exactly. what happens is, is that a lot of newer DJs who aren't as experienced come at the bottom. And so the reason why I left this company was I couldn't maintain the quality across the brand. I would go to events and people were like, oh, I used you guys last week and you were terrible. And I go, but I'm fly, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So I made that jump in 2017 and it was hard for me to learn websites and business tax, quarterly taxes, self-employment tax. There really isn't oh, a handbook yeah. or resource. So that's why I like to see like uh, how other people handle it. Cause that was what held me back. Like it was easy to pick up a phone or my laptop and go, oh yeah, I'm free next Friday. But the benefit of doing it myself has paid off dividends, you know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly. Now I see what you're saying. Yeah, that that learning curve, man, that was actually really difficult. Like starting my business, I uh, started an LLC and like that, like, and then figuring out my prices, like that was also difficult. And like certain, you know, some of these clients coming in, like I was unsure, like, so for instance, like that company would book, like book me at first. So I, like I said, they came in, then the company would book me. And then I left, I left soon after that. And then these companies would follow, follow me. And then they'd ask, hey, what's your price? And I'm like, uh, I actually have no idea. Like, oh, I don't know what this company was charging and I don't want to be too high, but also I don't want to be too low. And so I just kind of had to just think, okay, I had to just figure it out and try, hey, this is the number, this is what I think my value is um, and just see what they say. And, um, and, and then, you know, learning, you know, contracts, um, I did mention that I did kind of go back and forth for a little bit. So I kind of, to be honest, while I was with the multi-app company, I was um, back and forth, like exclusive to not exclusive. So when I was not exclusive, I was doing gigs. And so um, I was learning during that time, 
contracts. And, and I had a, um, men, like some people that I would ask, like there was other DJs that I'd reach out to that were not with this company and that I just reach out to and just say, hey, like, how are you doing this? How, how, how did you get insurance? How did you get, um, uh, how did you, do you have your contracts? How do you, just all the things that um, I needed to know. And so I kind of knew it, a little bit of the back end stuff before yeah. before uh, leaving. And then once I left, then it was like, oh, okay, there's a lot more than I needed to learn. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, like, to be honest, like, I, I felt like at that time I was ready and, and it was, I learned it. I, I felt like in the beginning, you know, I think the biggest thing was taxes and like figuring out like bank, bank information, um, taxes, LLC, like how does this actually work? Accountant, like all that stuff. That stuff was like crazy hard. But, yeah. you know, once I kind of got that going, it was, uh, um, it was a lot easier, but still, you know, still difficult. Like it's still like even a learning process as, as I go on, but like kind of what you said, like the benefits, you know, getting that, not having that cut anymore, man, it's huge difference. Right. Right. Yeah, I totally understand. It's huge. It's like, it, yeah, it's, it's a big, big benefit for sure. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, man. Uh, 2020, the whole world went down into some weird alternate dimension. Talking about that pandemic, but you can interpret it whatever you want to. Uh, how has your business changed, if at all? Uh, and what have you been doing during this uh, supposed lockdown? I think California has like two, but some states have one, some states have multiple ones. What oh, have you done? man. Oh, man. Well, my business has changed. Okay. <laughs> I've been plates too. No, How's it changed? How's it changed? Oh, man, significantly. I had a ton of gigs canceled. So, you know, I had like a whole like stream of like corporate events. You know, the corporates are the ones that really got canceled. Yeah. So, <laughs> May, June, man, I, it was hard. It hurt my heart, yeah. like seeing them all <laughs> go away. Right. Um, but I'm sorry. what? Sorry, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know the feeling. Like no, no, it's, it's okay because I, I, to be honest, I'm I'm thankful now. Like for uh, everything, I, I feel like you know I was busy and and I you know I w I was working probably a little too much. So I think getting this time to kind of breathe and and re reevaluate everything has been very 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 beneficial. And so. That's something I, I'm really thankful for. And some amazing opportunities have come up because of it. And um, I'm also thankful for that. And like the things I've been working on, um, I've been going live, doing that, trying, trying to stay relevant with people that follow me. So I've been doing that as much as I can, you know, working the whole Twitch thing that a lot, you might see a lot right. of DJs working um, and seeing where that takes me. And Are also, you a fan of that, by the way? Are you a fan of the Twitch streams or it was kind of like a means to an end? Uh, I haven't made any money off of it, uh, so not necessarily means <laughs> just kind of doing it. Um, it's it's I'm learning it, and I'm seeing I see a lot of DJs that are successful at it. So I'm like, you know, I think I could do this if I put some focus on it. So I, I've kind of you know tried to focus on that, but also really focusing more on uh, tutorials, courses, uh, things like that. Really trying to because my goal before you know. Before all of this, before, like when I was busy, when I was working, I really also wanted to get into uh, teaching and, and uh, training and uh, having courses online because I feel like being a female DJ, I do have a different perspective. And I think that the representation of females that are teaching and, and showing other females how to do it. And because I, I just think that the whole journey of a DJ is different for females. It's different between females and it's weird because it's like we're doing the same thing 
And it, it's right. like, it's one of those things that's kind of bad. It's because I don't like to talk, you know, you don't want to be like talking about sexism and like whatever. But, yeah, but if it's there, it's there. Huh? It's there. And DJing is kind of like, I like to compare it to like acting in a, in a sense where it's like when you're hired as a DJ, it's kind of like you're fitting that role as well. Like while, yeah, you're playing music, sure. but like for instance, like people, clients are looking at, you know, your race, your, uh, because, you know, being, I'm a black girl with braids. I might play a lot of Beyonce. Like, come on. <laughs> Ain't no wrong, baby. Ain't no wrong. <laughs> I'm a lot of Beyonce. Let's get it. Let's get real. Like, I probably will. <laughs> so, you know, I have to keep that in mind. And and with DJs, and there's there's a client that's looking at you, and like you might play a certain style that's like reflective of being male, being being African American, being black as well. So, like, sure. you know, uh, and so I like to think about that. And so, um, anyway. I was going, what I was saying is that like, I feel like being a female, um, I want to, I want to talk about what it's like being a female in, in, in my shoes and how, um, I'm, how I've kind of maneuvered through this whole DJ world and kind of gotten to where I am. And I want to show other women and, and other people that want to learn, you know, this way. Cause I just think I have had like kind of an interesting experience, you know, working with the multi-op, um, being being exclusive, being not exclusive, being exclusive, being not exclusive, and then finally leaving, and then um, you know, so it's just kind of I've had a weird journey. I feel like so I want to share it, and I want to show uh, my journey, and hopefully give some really good insight uh, for people that are looking to start off. I really uh, like, it's yeah. not weird as dope. It's unique. It's one of a kind. <laughs> it's unique. Uh, what, 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 it's unique. What, it's unique. Yeah, it's unique. Yeah. what does that look like though? Are we talking like a YouTube channel, like a like a master class yes. with DJ? Yes. Like, uh, uh, yeah. What does that look like? I'm embarrassed to talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are you if that's what you want to do, why is it embarrassing? I don't know, because that's like hard to fit out. I'm like, yeah, I'm working on YouTube. I'm working on um uh YouTube slash courses as well, uh purchasable courses. So like um kind of like a hybrid of both. And so I've been like really trying to see if I can do it. And 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 it's a completely different thing though, because I'm used to just DJing, not having to talk. Um I mean I talk of course MCing wise, but yeah. Um, explaining things, describing, you know, the whole storytelling um, aspect of like the YouTube videos and like the informational type of videos is actually really difficult. And getting the great, the good audio, the good camera, all that stuff has been yeah. a learning curve. And I, and so I'm, I'm seeing what I can do with it. I'm seeing what I can create. Cause I, I just feel like there's an opening there and I, and I want to spend this time since I'm not working as much to, to do that. And so, yeah. So I'm gonna tell you a story real quick. Uh, again, we, we mentioned this multi-op a lot, but but it's cool because everything kind of connects to this. So, yeah. I I had I was I had a, an event uh, where I was physically assaulted in the booth. I was at oh, this wow. I, I was at this event. I was a wedding, and the wow. the couple wanted Outcast all night, so I was playing it. But the father of the bride like basically grabbed me. He was like, "You're playing disco." I paid for the event. Wow. I went to the, I went to the multi-op. I said. When a planner complains, I got to apologize. So what are you going to do here? The guy running it, this is this British guy, was like, sorry, Mike, that's what happens. And I was like, for real? And I was out. Uh, deciding to go into my own business, I sat with a mutual friend, uh, DJ Jack Farmer. And I go, look, man, I, I, I think I can do it. I am not sure, but I don't have your voice, Jack. I dang sure can't DJ like Kara can. Can I do it? And he's like, yeah, I mean, Kara is the best one we have here. She's that good. She's so personable. But I think you have a shot. 
and I can say that it DJing has paid the bills. So not only you fly enough to do it, I think you have the perfect perspective to teach. If you were the platinum standard on a company with 75 DJs that no one can mix like DJ Kara, yes, I will subscribe with the quickness. Sign up today. I am on board. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is crazy. I can't believe Chuck said that. Well, thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, DJ Kara, so glad you were stopping by in New Amsterdam to be a part of New Amsterdam Radio. Now, if you are, if someone wanted to book you or to follow you or to check you out on social media or online, how would they do that? Uh, yeah. So my website is uh, DJ Kara LA. Uh, just L A, Kara with the K. Um, dot com. That's my website. You can book me. You can get to know more about me. I have like blog videos, all kinds of stuff up there. And then my Instagram is DJ Kara uh, at I'm sorry, at DJ period Kara. So DJ dot Kara. Um, and that's really my main social media that I use. So pretty much post everything up on there. Um, and then if you want to follow me on Twitch, which would be dope because I'm building that up. I'm trying to see what I can do with that. It's twitch.tv slash DJ Kara TV. So. Hopefully, you're going to see and hear more about DJ Kara in the future. She mentioned her Twitch page, and I I guess I should mention my own. I'm on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash Boys. I have a lot of my talk shows there as well as my video game playthroughs. But I'll be honest with you, I am not that much of a gamer. Just me uh, waxing comedic while I lose and die in various video game properties. Uh, I want to say DJ Kara is an inspiration uh, just to see her build her foundation, her empire is something to be behold. Hopefully, hopefully I can have her back on a future episode of New Amsterdam Radio. If you want to hear more uh, about my interview with DJ Kara, the extended versions over at the Patreon. Join the boys through his crew over at patreon.com slash boys. Uh, I got to really drill deep and, and ask her even more questions and she got even more insight about her journey and her dream and her craft. Uh, so you haven't already check it out patreon.com slash boys. that is the website for the boisterous crew as for me i'm going to try to cool down get myself a italian ice or something hopefully this heat wave breaks by next week and it's the way i'm sam radio and as always this city is yours <laughs>